there, Punky Peeps! This is your host, Angela Bowen, and welcome to another episode of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Today, I will be reviewing, discussing Season 1, Episode 5.2, entitled Gone Fishing, which is perfect because today is a beautiful sunny day in April, finally after three or four days of rain, we have the sun. Uh, the reason I'm get, uh, putting this out episode out today is because um, we have roofers coming next Monday to put a brand new roof on our house, which it sorely needs, and I would rather do it now while it's quiet instead of you guys hearing all the pounding and hammering and everything going on. So, all right, let's get going here with the episode. So to start off, as I said, I'm reviewing Season 1, Episode 5.5, 5, Part 2, entitled Gone Fishing. The air date is October 14th, 1984. In this episode, we see Henry try to introduce Punky and her friends to the joys of fishing. Yeah, it doesn't go over so well at first, but you know how they say kids will be kids. The episode opens up... On the living room, and we see Henry on the couch and Punky walking around behind the couch, kind of like dragging her hand along the couch, like, eh, bored, bored, bored. It looks like it's a Saturday afternoon. She's got nothing to do kind of day. Punky sits down next to Henry and says, Henry, look. And she makes fish lips by squeezing her cheeks together and crossing her eyes. Henry looks at her and goes back to his book. She says, Look, Henry, and this time she stuck her thumbs in her ears and is wiggling her fingers up and down while crossing her eyes and sticking out her tongue. He glances up, looks at her, and then down at his book again. She then proceeds to pull down the bottoms of her eyes to make them look droopy like a basset hound and push her nose up with her finger like a pig and say, Henry, look. Henry says, Punky, I am trying to read. All right. This is cute. It's a classic, I'm bored, pay attention to me face. Henry, Punky says exasperated. What is it, Punky, he asks. Uh, I'm bored out of my skull, she says, putting her hand on her head like, Ugh. if you don't come up with something for me to do, you're never going to finish that book, she tells him. Uh, if I were Henry, I'd be like, uh, Punky, why don't you go find Cherry or one of your other friends to play with? But looking around Henry's place, there really isn't much in the way of stuff to play with. There's no VCR, so there's no movies to watch, no cable TV, no board games or puzzles. Um, this place is bone dry and devoid of kid stuff. As a kid, my, uh... TV only had like three channels, and I had a bunch of Disney movies and toys, but I would still get bored, especially since it was just me at home a lot of the time, from when the time I was nine onward. When I wasn't playing at my cousin's house, who didn't, they didn't live, they lived like maybe five, ten miles away, or at the farm, we call it the farm, that was my grandparents' house up the road, sometimes I just had to invent my own fun by using my imagination. Henry closes the book and takes off his glasses and says, Well now, 
when I was uh, when I was little and bored enough to annoy grown-ups, he says that last part with gritted teeth looking in Punky's direction. I used to do something really fun. Like what? Punky asks. I used to go fishing. Boring, Punky responds. If I were Henry, I'd be like, oh, really? Have you ever been? Then don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> Henry tells her, Punky, fishing is one of life's greatest pleasures. Boring, she says. Now, I'll admit, I haven't been fishing since I was about 14 years old, when my dad and I would go up to a little cottage and I would fish off the dock with my black Labrador, Delilah, by my side. And, um, well, my husband has no intentions of ever taking an interest in it, but if I could, I, you know, I, I'd go fishing again. I'd give it a shot. I wouldn't be out there for five hours, maybe an hour or two. But uh, Henry then ropes Punky in with what... When he asks, sorry about that, guys. Henry then ropes Punky in when he asks, have I ever told you about Big Al? Who's Big Al? She asks. Only the largest, fastest, smartest fish God ever gave gills, he tells her. I've been after him for the last 10 years. Last year, I almost had him. It was a hazy summer day. I had the lake all to myself. I put a big, fat nightcrawler onto my hook. I cast it perfectly behind a sunken log. As soon as it hit the surface of the water, it be the water began to boil. As soon as it hit the surface of the water, it began to boil. Punky asks, "Was it Big Al?" You bet your sweet sneakers, he says. I fought that fish for half an hour, just as I thought I had him. Big Al swam right up next to me, shook the hook out of his mouth, and spat in my eye and took off. I'm sure that Henry took some liberties there with that story, especially where Big Al swam up to the boat, shook the hook out of his mouth, and spits it in his eye. Unless Henry got the fish in the boat with him at the time, and then that happened. Fish spit? Punky asks Henry like she can't quite believe him. Henry looks at her tight-mouthed, and nods. Gosh, can we go fishing today? Punky asks as her eyes light up. Oh, no, no, Henry says, crossing his arms. You don't want to go fishing. It's boring, Henry says in a sing-song voice. Please, Henry, Punky begs. Well, Henry mulls it over in his mind. All right, he tells him. He tells her, Yippee! Punky shouts and jumps off the couch. Punky races over to the phone and says, I'll call my friends. Henry immediately vetoes that idea, which, honestly, I agree. I mean, he said he'd take Punky. And after the fiasco of walking her and her friends to and from school, I cannot see him jumping at the idea of taking them all fishing. Punky puts down the phone and says, But they can go with us. Uh, I'd be like, um, that's not really a selling point, Punky, if I were Henry. Henry says, forget it. Uh-uh, it ain't gonna happen. All right, guys, I'm playing the clip. I hope you like it. I got three clips today, not just two. I mean, I know this is a mini episode, but let me tell you, it is Friday. I got Saturday. I got the weekend off. I'm so excited. I hope the weather stays this great. 
so I can actually enjoy my weekend. <laughs> but um, yeah, so enjoy the first of three clips, and I will meet you guys after. Okay, I am trying to read. Henry. What is it, Punky? I'm bored out of my skull. If you don't come up with something for me to do, you're never going to finish that book. Well, now, when I was little and bored enough to annoy grown-ups, I used to do something really fun. Like what? I used to go fishing. Boring. Okay. Fishing is one of life's greatest pleasures. Boring. <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that clip. Now on to the next scene. We see Punky coming down a road, holding Brandon's leash and yelling behind her. Come on! Okay, I'd like to know how she convinced Henry to bring all those kids along. I know she's got charm, but come on. Seriously, I want to know. How, how'd she do it? Okay, all four kids, including Scotty, Alan, Margo, and Cherry, come racing down the path excitedly. Then we see Henry laying down, laying down with all their stuff. There's even a pool floaty shaped like a swan. Okay, they're not going swimming. I hope they know that. Freeze! Henry yells in an operatic town. I'm sorry, sorry guys, I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> From this point on, you have two choices. Either you can carry your own gear or you can carry me. The kids come running back and pull all their stuff off of Henry. The next scene, we open up on this wide expanse of lake. It is a beautiful, beautiful, picture-perfect sunny day, just right for fishing. Children, I want you to behold Lake Wasahatchee. And I, I listened to that clearly. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Henry tells them. The kids, ooh and ah. Clearly the kids are not, or uh, they're not hugely impressed by Lake. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful, Henry asks. Isn't it serene? Yeah, Punky says, drawing out the word. Then Punky asks, why are we whispering? Well, I'd say because if you want to catch a fish, you're going to have to be quiet. <laughs> Henry tells him, now listen, it is important to approach the lake slowly and cautiously and quietly. Henry, their kids, kids don't do anything slowly, cautiously or quietly unless they're up to no good and don't want to get caught. The kids all start shouting, of course, and running towards the dock. Henry just shakes his head in dismay. The kids and Brandon all run down this dirt path leading to the dock. Henry rushes after them. Look, let's get one thing straight. I'm here to pull out, pull fish out of this lake, not children. Anyone caught swimming, either voluntarily or accidentally, will have Henry Warnemont to answer to. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Brandon barks at him as he's saying all this. Scotty asks, does that go for hats too? As he pulls Margo's hat off and tosses it in the water. Ah, uh, dang, that Scotty kid already causing trouble. Why did Henry agree to have him come along? I'm honestly happy that this is his last episode. I, I have nothing against this actor. He went on to do the voice of Kit Cloud Kicker from Tailspin. I'm happy about that. 
his troublesome attitude is very, very tiresome. Thank goodness we don't have to see him again after this episode. We don't know what happens to him. Maybe he went to reform school, military school, somewhere. The camera pans to Punky's surprised face and then Cherry's shocked face as she places a hand over her mouth. Even Alan is wearing a look of shock. We hear Margo saying, oh no, in the background, and Punky reassures her saying, don't worry, Margo, Brandon will get it. Punky points to the hat in the water and says, Brandon, fetch. Brandon jumps off the dock into the water and actually lands on top of the hat and swims off. Punky's got a satisfied grin on her face. All right, guys, I'm playing you this clip. I hope you like it. I'll be back soon. Look, let's get one thing straight. I'm here to pull fish out of this lake, not children. Anyone caught swimming, either voluntarily or accidentally, will have Henry Warnemont to answer to. Does that go for hats, too? <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. This reminds me again of when I was 14 and my dad and sister and her family was up at the cottage. So this had to have been probably I was, like I said, I was 14. So it was like 1996. And, you know, her family, she had her little two-year-old, uh, my oldest nephew, Joey, who's actually now, he's 23. So... Yeah, <laughs> can imagine how old I am. Anyway, and this was shortly after we bought the cottage. We were fixing up the deck that leads out into the water, and I had my black lab, you know, Delilah, and there were some ducks in the water that were quite, they were pretty far out. She jumped into the water and started swimming way out, like halfway across the small lake, and I had to call her back. It was so funny because she was so determined to follow those ducks to the other side of the lake. In the next scene, we see another shot of the lake, and then we are back on the dock with the kids all lined up with their fishing poles out. Margot, of course, has a scowl on her face. We see that the hat has been pulled out of the lake by Brandon because it has a chunk bitten off of the brim. The hat looks like a safari hat, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, uh, uh, it's not a fishing hat. That's like something you go when you're trekking out in the in the outback on safari or something. <laughs> uh, Alan and Scotty are wearing the same shirts from the walk pool episode. The same gray sweatshirts that are cut off. Uh, the sleeves are rolled up with the, you know, the cuff links on the wrists. I guess, well, since this one and Walkpool were filmed on the same day, they were probably filmed, like, back-to-back. All the kids are calling to the fish, saying, Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Uh, Guys, I don't think it works like that. They don't come to you like a dog. (laughs) You have to lure them in with bait, which Henry will tell them when they uh, they need, because they're baiting fish with empty hooks. I noticed Cherry's got her feet in the water, so the water can't be too cold. Also, the kids are so close together that I'm surprised their lines aren't tangled together. They're all sitting there right in a row, and their their lines are all like, yeah, I bet anything, their lines would be all tangled. (laughs) My dad would get so frustrated when I would go out with him on the boat because most of the time he would keep have to keep untangling my line. I don't know how it would get tangled like that. 
But I got the hang of it um, willing, uh, while fishing on our dock. I think one time I managed to fill a five-gallon bucket, although we couldn't eat them. You know, I filled them with little fishes. They were too small, my dad told me, so we couldn't eat them. Uh, Henry comes up behind them with a couple worms and says, I realize this is the first time most of you have gone fishing, so I think I should inform you that fish will not bite a hook without a worm. Oh, they all say in unison, I want each of you to pick out a nice, juicy night crawler. Why did he have to say juicy? That just makes it sound like something you're actually going to pop in your mouth. Like, oh, a nice, juicy gummy worm. No, it's not a gummy worm. <laughs> Henry says as he pulls the cup to Punky. Oh, my gosh, guys. I'm sorry. My, my, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Henry says as he hands the cup to Punky. Punky pulls out a worm and says, Hey, worm, I don't want to stab you, so if I just set you on the hook, will you promise to hang on? Scotty tells Punky to just shove the hook through the worm. It can't feel anything. It's just a worm. Yeah, I can clearly see Scotty's going to have problems as he gets older. I mean, I think that worms can feel like any other creature. Margo says, takes one to know one. Scotty throws the worm onto Margo and it lands on her skirt. And she starts freaking out. Then she plucks it off herself. This girl is girly with a capital G. In the next scene, we see the kids sitting on the dock with their bobbers floating on the surface of the water. Looks like it got warm enough that Henry decided to dunk his feet in, too. It's amazing, honestly, you can tell how much taller Cherry is than Punky because they're both barefoot and only Cherry's feet can reach down into the water, while Punky's are hovering inches above the water's surface. Henry looks so happy just chilling and smoking his pipe. However, now we see the kids are getting bored and restless, just sitting in the middle of the dock without their poles. Well, that didn't take too long for them to get tired of it, honestly. I mean, I know they're kids and they have short attention spans, but if I were them and I wasn't catching anything, honestly, yeah, I'd be ready to head out too. I'm like, yeah, they're not biting. Let's let's just boot. Just, just bolt. Let's get out of here. That's just me. Henry pulls his pipe out and calls to So he's not even looking at the kids. He's staring out into the lake. It's like, isn't this fun? Aren't you glad you came, kids? Alan, Cherry, and Margo give a half-hearted reply. Yes, Mr. Warnemont. I was going to say, where's Scotty? But I got my answer after Punky and Henry stand up from the edge of the dock and see him throwing slabs of rocks into the water. No wonder they're not catching any fish. He scared them all away. Jeez. Henry tells Scotty to stop throwing rocks into the lake, that he's scaring the fish. Scotty says, are you kidding? We haven't seen a fish in five miserable hours. Alan says he wants to go home, and Cherry and Margo complain as well. Just a minute, you guys, Punky says. Henry gave up his whole Saturday to bring us out here. He bought us lunch and worms. He taught us how to fish, and you're not being very nice to him. You're acting like a bunch of bratty little babies. I like how Punky is putting her friends in their place because they need to hear how ungrateful they're being. Scotty stands up and gets in Punky's face, saying, Who are you calling a baby? Punky sticks her fist right in front of him, and Scotty immediately backs off, putting his hands up and saying, I was just asking. 
Way to go, Punky. That girl can handle herself. Now, Punky's got two fists up in a fighter stance, but puts them down and tells the group to get back to their poles and let's catch a fish for Henry. Punky and Henry go sit down at the dock, poles in hand. Henry tells Punky, thank you for saying that. Punky tells Henry, you're welcome. That's right. She stuck up for him. That's what little girls do for their fathers. Now, how soon can we get out of here? Punky asks. What? Henry exclaims, clearly surprised by your sudden change in attitude. Look, I stalled them for a while, Punky explains, but I gotta tell you something. My heart wasn't in it. Are you saying you don't like fishing? Henry asks, trying to understand. Let me put it this way. I'd rather go to the dentist, Punky tells him. Man, she must not <laughs> she must really not find fishing appealing if she'd rather go to the dentist. I mean, it's not that bad. I agree I wouldn't want to be out there for hours, especially if you're not getting a bite, but maybe a couple of hours tops. How about this? I'd rather go fishing than get a cavity filled. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Punky. I do love fishing, and I hope you'd like it too, Henry says. I'll tell you what I love, Henry, Punky says. You. And I know you love me. That's right, he assures her. Aw, my heart is melting right now. That's love right there, guys. That is love. I also love how Brandon is just chilling in the background. He ain't got no cares in the world. He's like, it's a sunny day. I'm chilling on the dock with my buddies. Not giving a care. Just because people love each other doesn't mean they like the same things. All right, guys, I'm going to play this last clip for you, and then I'll get right back to it. Enjoy. Thank you for saying that, Punky. You're welcome. Now, how soon can we get out of here? What? Look, I stalled them for a while. I've got to tell you something. My heart wasn't in it. Are you saying you don't like fishing? Let's put it this way. I'd rather go to the dentist. Oh, I'm sorry, Punky. I do love fishing, and I'd hoped you'd like it too. I'll tell you what I love, Henry. You. And I know you love me. That's right. Just because people love each other doesn't mean they like the same things. Like, remember this Saturday at the roller rink? I had a great time. You didn't. Well, it would have been all right had that large lady not bounced me right into the popcorn stand. <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> Tell you what. Let's go home, put our thinking caps on, and maybe we'll find something we'd like to do together. Great idea, Henry. Thanks. Come on, children. Pick up your gear. We're going home. Which is definitely true. My husband and I don't really like the same things. Uh, our tastes in music are totally different, even though we both like 80s music. But he likes Metallica and Eminem, Stone Temple, Stone Temple Pilots, some Rob Zombie. I love 80s and 90s country music, Josh Groban, and some pop rock like Kelly Clarkson, Pink, Katy Perry, Daughtry, Hanson, and Ed Sheeran. 
But he did introduce me to Weird Al's music. The fact that I um also the fact that I love to read and he doesn't. Although right before we started dating, I made a small list of books I liked that I told him he should read and he did. What a guy. Even when he would take me to author signings and the Holocaust Memorial Center, which he's not big on that stuff. He's kind of more of a homebody. Like, he doesn't really go out too much unless he has to. And we will be going again to the Anne Frank exhibit at the Holocaust Memorial Center in May, which I am excited about. All right. So, Punky's like... Remember this Saturday at the roller rink? I had fun and you didn't. Okay, what does that mean this Saturday? Does it mean Saturday past? Oops, I'm sorry guys, I didn't mean to hit the microphone. Or because she said this Saturday as in the one where they're fishing right now. I don't know. Anyway, she's like, I had fun and you didn't. Alright, I have a funny roller skating rink story. When I was about eight, a couple of my mom's friends took me, my sister, and my mom, who couldn't drive anymore... To the roller rink. Now, I wasn't very proficient on skates, so I just hugged the wall for support. Feeling a little brave, I decided to edge out into the middle of the rink, trying to keep my balance, and I ended up crashing into a couple who were skating towards me. It hurt because we all fell down in a heap, and I was, I was, oh, I was bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I want to go home! Well... Henry says, it might have been all right if that large lady hadn't bounced me right into the popcorn stand. That was my favorite part, Punky tells him, smiling. Tell you what, let's go home and put our thinking caps on and maybe we'll find something we'd like to do together, Henry says. Great idea, Henry. Thanks. Come on, children. We're going home. Pick up your gear. He tells the other kids. The kids all yell, yay! Henry, <clears throat> Henry, Punky calls out. Yes, Punky, he answers. My line is snugged. I think she means snagged, but who am I to nitpick? That's snagged, Henry says. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just thought that before he said it. How cool is that? Henry takes the rod from Punky to get the line loose. The rod starts to shake, and Henry says, Punky, you've got a fish, as he hands the rod back to her. Oh, wow, oh, wowie, wow, wow, Punky exclaims in surprise. Alan's patting her shoulder encouragingly for support. Seems like you've got a big one there. It feels like a whale, Punky tells him. Henry tells her just to relax and instructs her to let it run if it wants to, to keep her rod up, pull back, and reel in. Pull back and reel in, Punky tells herself as she stands up and backs away from the dock, slowly reeling in the line. The fish is starting to do the same thing, she tells Henry. Punky, are you all right? Do you need any help? Punky, or uh, Henry asks her. All the meanwhile, her friends are cheering her on. No, I can catch this one by myself. I've got Punky power, she shouts. The kids all start chanting, go, Punky, go, go, Punky, go. She pulls the fish in, and the kids shout, Yay! Punky takes, Henry takes the line from her and puts the fish in the net. That fish is big. Wow, it looks like it weighs at least four pounds. Well done, Punky. I'm proud of you, Henry tells her. Thanks, Henry. 
Well, what do you think of fishing now, he asked her. There's only one thing to say. I'm hooked, she says. The kids all laugh and Cherry hugs Punky. I love their friendship so much. They're such amazing BFFs. Next, we see Henry with his camera taking pictures of Punky with her fish and Brandon. Pictures of her smiling and making a fish face. Next, <clears throat> excuse me. Next is a picture of Henry and a very small fish. Then Cherry with her fish still on the hook. It's a big one, probably about the same size as Punky's. Then we have Alan and Scotty with their fish, and then Margo with her fish, holding her nose in disgust. And a shot of all five kids holding up their fish that they caught smaller than the other ones. So they must have, like, went back for a second round. And a picture of them all with Henry. A cute photo of Punky and Henry together. The final shot of the episode is Brandon with a flopping fish, and then he runs off the dock after everyone. All right, guys, that is the end of the episode. Time for my episode rating. I give this episode three out of five Brandon tailwags for being a mini episode because it reminds me of summer and, be well, one, for being a mini episode, two, because it reminds me of summer, and three, because of the heartfelt scene with Punky and Henry, Punky telling Henry that she loves him. So sweet. And Punky telling off the other kids for being ungrateful and whiny. Now, last episode, I posted a episode question of the week for um, Walkpool. Well, during the Walkpool episode, I posted the episode question of the week for this episode entitled Gone Fishing. Do you have any fishing stories, funny or heartwarming? I had no takers, so I will share a couple of mine. They both happened about a year or two apart and take place during the winter, so they are related to ice fishing. When I was six, my dad took me and my cousin Kevin ice fishing. I don't remember actually doing any ice fishing. I had a, uh, a DuckTales Happy Meal toy from McDonald's. It was a Huey Dewey Louie on a yellow jet ski, and my cousin took my toy over to an ice hole because he wanted to see if it would float on the surface. Sadly, it just sunk. I mean, I saw it just going down, down, down. I can't, I don't remember if I tried to reach my hand in to grab it. And I started crying and telling my dad, we have to go back to McDonald's. You have to get me a new one. Uh, I didn't get a new one. In fact, I was told to, like, suck it up and move on. Not in those actual words, but... The second ice fishing story happened when I was nine, I think. And we were heading out, you know, we were heading home, walking across the ice. I didn't know, notice the fresh ice hole as I was walking, and my leg just went right down into it. Like, I was walking, and boop, my left leg, or I think it might have been my right leg. So I'm just there with, like, one leg stuck in, down in the ice hole, and it's cold. I was wearing um, snow pants, so, I mean, that, it, it was so cold. Uh, I remember being so cold and curling up to the uh, the heating vent in the truck. All right, so next week I will be covering season one, episode six of Punky Brewster, entitled "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." So my episode question of the week for "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" is: Did you ever go to a baseball game, and do you have a favorite? memorable moment like did you catch a ball that flew into the stands your favorite concession food item or a souvenir that you bought or if you didn't go to a game did you ever play baseball in school and do you have any memorable moments 
I know this is more than one question, but I want to be as broad as possible to give everyone, you know, a chance to come up with something. Okay. All right, I'm letting you know that there is more than one way to become a Punky Peep of the Week. You can answer the episode question of the week, or you can go to iTunes and rate and review my podcast by giving it five stars. You guys can also reach me at the following social media sites on SoundCloud, too. The links are there. There is Facebook, Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. We have Twitter at Punky Podcast and Instagram at Punky Power PB Podcast. Or you guys can also shoot me an email at PunkyPowerPodcast at gmail.com. I'll be introducing a new segment that I am going to be trying out. It is called Punky Peeps Around the World, where I will be giving a shout out to all my new listeners during that week on the podcast. All right. It's Friday. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's Friday, Punky Peeps. It's time to get your punky power on. So without further ado, I'm going to read off a list of new uh, listeners for this week and last week. So if you guys didn't get a, you know, in the last previous week, since this is the first time I'm doing this, and if it doesn't go over well, I may not do it again. But we're going to just, we're just going to check, you know, try it out. All right. For last week in March, we have, and I apologize if I butcher some of these cities, Shawnee, Kansas. Emerainville, France. So we have France in there, which is really awesome. International listeners, thank you. We have Libertyville, Illinois, Monterey, Mexico, Ashburn, Virginia, Allendale, Michigan, and Fort from Muskegon, Michigan. All right, so on to this week. I've seen a major jump in listeners. Thank you, guys. We have um, Lake Bay, Washington, Midland, Texas, Vader, Washington, Sterling, Canada. So we have another international listener, Valencia, California, Holtzville, New York, Buffalo, New York, Torrance, California, Wyoming, Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, and San Diego, California. A couple others, North Hollywood, California, Guatemala City, Guatemala, another international listener, thank you, Rockwall, Texas, Mountain View, California, Finleyville, Pennsylvania, Louisville, Colorado, and Burbank, California. All right, there you go. There are my wonderful listeners. Thank you. I'm giving you all a shout out. You are all official punky peeps of the week. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to meeting with you guys again next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Get out there and enjoy that great weather if you got it. And we'll see you next week. Get your punky power on, guys. See ya.